Chapter Fifty Three of In New England Fields and Woods by Roland E. Robinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. February Days In the blur of storm or under clear skies, the span of daylight stretches farther from the fading dusk of dawn to the thickening dusk of evening. Now in the silent downfall of snow, now in the drift and whirl of flakes driven from the sky and tossed from the earth by the shrieking wind the day's passage is unmarked by shadows it is but a long twilight coming upon the world out of one misty gloom and going from it into another now the stars fade and vanish in the yellow morning sky the long shadows of the hills clear-cut on the shining fields swing slowly northward and draw eastward to the netted umbrage of the wood so the dazzling day grows and wanes and the attenuated shadows are again stretched to their utmost then dissolved in the flood of shade and the pursued sunlight takes flight from the mountain peaks to the clouds from cloud to cloud along the darkening sky and vanishes beyond the blue barrier of the horizon there are days of perfect calm and hours of stillness as of sleep when the lightest wisp of cloud fleece hangs moveless against the sky and the pine trees forget their song but for the white columns of smoke that unbent in the still air arise from farmstead chimneys one might imagine that all affairs of life had been laid aside for no other sign of them is visible no sound of them falls upon the ear you see the cows and sheep in the sheltered barnyards and their lazy breaths arising in little clouds but no voice of theirs drifts to you no laden team crawls creaking along the highway nor merry jangle of sleigh bells flying into and out of hearing over its smooth course nor for a space do the tireless panting engine and roaring train divide earth and sky with a wedge of dissolving vapor the broad expanse of the lake is a white plain of snow-covered ice no dash of angry waves assails its shores still glittering with the trophies of their last assault no glimmer of bright waters greets the sun no keels afloat the lighthouse its occupation gone stares day and night with dull eyes from its lonely rock upon a silent deserted waste in the wood you may hear no sound but your own muffled footsteps the crackle of dry twigs and the soft swish of boughs swinging back from your passage and now and then a tree punctuating the silence with a clear resonant crack of frozen fibres and its faint echo you hear no bird nor squirrel nor sound of woodman's axe nor do you catch the pungent fragrance of his fire nor do the subtler one of fresh-cut wood indeed all odors of the forest seem frozen out of the air or locked up in their sources no perfume drops from the odor-laden evergreens only scentless air reaches your nostrils one day there comes from the south a warm breath and with it fleets of white clouds sailing across the blue upper deep outstripped by their swifter shadows sweeping in blue squadrons across the glistening fields and darkening with brief passage the gray woodlands faster come the clouds out of the south and out of the west 
till they crowd the sky only fragments of its intense azure showing here and there between them only now and then a gleam of sunlight flashing across the earth then the blue sunlit sky is quite shut away behind a low arch of gray darkening at the horizon with thick watery clouds and beneath it all the expanse of fields and forest lies in universal shadow the south wind is warmer than yesterday's sunshine the snow softens till your footsteps are sharply moulded as in wax and in a little space each imprint is flecked thick with restless swarming myriads of snow fleas rain begins to fall softly on snow-covered roofs but beating the panes with the familiar patter of summer showers it becomes a steady downpour that continues till the saturated snow can hold no more and the hidden brooks begin to show in yellow streaks between white unstable shores and glide with a swift whisking rush over the smooth bottom that paves their rough natural bed and as the yellow currents deepen and divide more widely their banks the noise of their onflow fills the air like an exaggeration of the murmur of pines and the song of pines swells and falls with a varying wind after the rain there come perhaps some hours of quiet sunshine or starlight and then out of the north a nipping wind that hardens the surface of the snow into solid crust that delights your feet to walk upon the rivulets shrink out of sight again leaving no trace but water-worn furrows in the snow some frozen fluffs of yellow foam and stranded leaves and twigs grass and broken weeds the broad pools have left their shells of unsupported ice which with frequent sudden crashes shatters down upon their hollow beds when the crust has invited you forth you cannot retrace your way upon it and the wild snow walkers make no record now of their recent wanderings but of those who fared abroad before the solid pavement was laid upon the snow fabulous tales are now inscribed upon it reading them without question you might believe that the well-tamed country had lapsed into the possession of its ancient savage tenants for the track of the fox is as big as a wolf's the raccoons as large as a bear's the house-cats as broad as the panthers and those of the muskrat and mink persuade you to believe that the beaver and otter departed a hundred years ago have come to their own again till the next thaw or snowfall they are set as indelibly as primeval footprints in the rocks and for any scent that tickles the hound's keen nose might be as old he sniffs them curiously and contemptuously passes on yet finds little more promising on footing that retains but for an instant the subtle trace of reynard's unmarked passage the delicate curves and circles that the bent weeds etched on the soft snow are widened and deepened in rigid grooves wherein the point that the fingers of the wind trace them with is frozen fast far and wide from where they fall all manner of seeds drift across miles of smooth fields to spring to life and bloom by and by in strange unaccustomed places and brown leaves voyage to where their like was never grown the icy knolls shine in the sunlight with dazzling splendor like golden islands in a white sea 
that the north wind stirs not and athwart it the low sun and the waning moon cast their long unrippled glades of gold and silver over all winter again holds sway but we have once more heard the sound of rain and running brooks and have been given a promise of spring end of chapter fifty three february days